What's up, Junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies, week 13 of the NFL season, the turkey edition. We got Thanksgiving coming up. I'm Michael Larson, big brother Jerry Larson, and Scott Panza. How we doing, fellas? Fantastic. Juiced. Juiced for turkey day. Uh, I'm ready to roll. Got some some nice reds planned for uh, my pre-turkey, my post-turkey, and a nice spot on the couch just all ironed out for me to watch tons of football tomorrow. Juiced. Yeah, it's, uh, this is the greatest football weekend of the year. Kick it off on Thursday, three NFL games, a college game, a nice turkey coma, and then roll it into Friday where uh, – nice sizable college slate and then that rolls into saturday and then of course sunday and then our vikings micah play uh there are vikings this week oh Um, we're back to our i'm back on the wagon this week uh (laughs) because i'll be betting them sneak preview of what's coming later uh our vikings on monday night so it literally starts tomorrow and it's five straight days of of football which i'm stoked about (sighs) yeah it's gonna be good i'm subdued it's because i'm in a hotel lobby and i'm trying to be somewhat respectable to the uh, other humans that are here to all the elderly couples that are staring at you with judgment as you talk about gambling uh, definitely You're, oh yeah 100%. i can't wait to see their i, I want to see their faces when you start saying upways backways sideways wonka later <laughs> give that to me what jay where, did you tweet, try and tweet that get gif that didn't work jeff it's yeah, jeff it, it's Jif, Micah, and I failed as a card-carrying millennial, unable to successfully tweet a Jif. Because <laughs> it was supposed to be the Jif, and then it was just the picture of Gene Wilder, like with his looking eyes like a madman. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. Uh, did not work. But, I, yeah, I mean, that, who cares about the Jif? The the game was never in contest. That was easy money in your pocket. It's true. So, what do you say we get into it, fellas? We'll talk about the Turkey Day games. Since there's like three of them now, right? There's three. Makes no The sense. last one, though, I'm pretty confident I will not be able to make it past the first quarter. Kickoff at, is at 8.15. I will be in a turkey wine coma by <laughs> way earlier than that. So, I'll have one eye open. passed out before kickoff, guaranteed. Unfortunately, I have so much fantasy action riding on that game particularly <laughs> in best ball and the best ball playoffs start this weekend and i have julio and michael thomas going um so that game has a major and calvin ridley major impact on my best ball playoffs so i i, I it's going to be a 2 a.m wake up calculate the stats in my head and fall back asleep unfortunately on the couch stats <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the bedroom yep no, no, no. Jared, I'll stay on the couch at that point. You've come that far. You just got to finish You just got to finish the race. <laughs> you just got to finish strong. Love it. Yeah, I always – I would. I used to do that on Saturday nights, try and watch Pac-12 after dark, wake up like on the floor <laughs> and, and be like, yeah, it's the third quarter. I'm going to bed. Hair is all messed up, just drool all over the pillow. Phenomenal. That's right. I should tell you how uncomfortable my couch is for sleeping. Uh, that I prefer to sleep on the floor. <laughs> uh, well, fellas, let's let's just dive right into it then, shall we? We'll dive into yeah. the first Turkey Day game, which is always the Detroit Lions, the Motor City Kitties, who uh, the roar we got pump faked. It was not the uh, MGM. Yeah, restore Lion. the roar. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. just uh, Kitty Cat 
It was Tom from Tom and Jerry. It was not the not the big old lion. But anywho, Lions are at home, but they're underdogs. And this got locked in. Now, Scott, I know you got a little bit of a take on this, but this got locked in in the Super Contest at minus four and a half. Yeah, and I think it's up to uh, Bears minus five at this point because David Blau from Purdue, who I asked multiple people who love college football, where he went to school, and everyone had to Google it. So not a good sign. Um <laughs> I'd be on the Bears at this point, but uh, I tried to get it in earlier. I wrote about it today. I think the much more value is just take uh, Bears money line that at this point. It's just you can't expect an undrafted rookie who was a three-star in, in high school to come in his first start on a short week unprepared and go beat one of the best defenses in the NFL. It's just it's not going to happen, but fluky things can happen because Mitch Trubisky is not – you know, he's not a stud quarterback, so maybe they cover the number. I think the value is just hammer away at the money line and just lay the two and a half to one. Um, I got this in beginning of the week when I saw the Driscoll news that he may be out with his hamstring at two and a half. If you can, you know, if you can somehow get it under three, which I don't know how you can at this point, I'd hop on that. But I think uh, the Bears are just going to take it to him. Uh, the it's it's a Trubisky, Terry Cohen, Terry Cohen. Uh, Allen Robinson type game. They were able to move Allen Robinson around enough to avoid Darius Slay in their first meeting of the season. And Trubisky's lit up in the Bears, and the Bears just are uh, the Lions. Or he's lit up the Lions in his career, and the the Lions just lost to uh, Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins. So this is a dejected team. Too many injuries. Bears lay the points, but uh, I think hammer the money line and the under is extremely juicy. Uh, this will be a no play for me situationally. I was really looking to back the Lions here. <clears throat> Can't get there with David Blau. Uh, your resident college football expert, Scott, did know that David Blau played at Purdue, um, mainly because he played against Auburn in the bowl game last year. Anyhow, uh, I bet the uh, Bears and Giants under 40 last week. Uh, total is sitting at 37 currently. Uh, that's where I'll be looking to play this game is under the 37. Uh, and potentially even under in the first half, but uh, no interest in laying five points with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback on the road. Uh, so this will be a this will be a pass for me at this point. Mitchell, yeah, the battle of uh, the quarterbacks. I think at the end of the day, you just gotta look at Khalil Mack and smile. It's gonna be a Bears defensive touchdown. It's gotta he's, be. He's he's gonna he's and you know in DFS the Bears defense is actually so cheap on the one day slate tomorrow. So I just feel like I don't know who's not going to be playing the Bears in cash and GPPs. I imagine this the contrarian plays to fade them, but I don't think it's worth it. I think they're just going to take it to these guys. Yeah. So I mean, look, everyone's going to be munching down some turkey tomorrow, firing click click click. So hey, oh. if you're going to bet this game. Take the under. Yeah. The, it's not fun betting unders on nationally televised games, but <laughs> let me tell you, you're going to thank yourself at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> Life's too short. But anywho, the next game that I, all of us on this podcast and those of you who listen, so I think we got a pretty good following now that are all on the wagon, and that is the Bills traveling to Jerry World on Thanksgiving Cowboys minus six and a half. 
if you listened to the pod last week, uh, you know that I said this is going to be Bills plus seven when it opens, and hopefully you caught that seven. I caught the seven. I still will catch six and a half. I candidly think that they will beat the Cowboys, but I will lay much less lumber on them money line. Um, I just think this is just a great spot again for the Bills. Uh, short week Cowboys, a lot of noise this week, a lot of noise just in Gary and competency. Uh, they haven't beat any teams above 500 this year. Um, and the Bills are just, they're still undervalued by Vegas because of DVOA and some of these advanced stats. This is a team that just does what it needs to do to win football games. Uh, the secondary for the Cowboys have been getting torched, so, and a Cole Beasley revenge game coming. Love the Bills in this spot. Better coaching. Um, great defense that's going to take away the, the the wide receivers. And so it's it's Zeke or bust. And frankly, I, I don't think Zeke looks all that good right now. But I'm sure you'll see him uh, feeding himself some air uh, chili uh, on Thanksgiving. But Bills, I think, will win. They'll, I think very confident they'll cover. This is one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Yeah, I don't have to say it anymore. Also on the Bills, continuing to be disrespected. Jason Garrett's going to keep kicking field goals instead of going for touchdowns, uh, which actually cost us the cover with the Patriots uh-huh. last week. Um, but continue to get to the window with the Buffalo Bills, playing tight games, great coaching, solid quarterback play, and a fantastic defense. So all of those things, in my mind, uh, travel on a short week, which normally would be a concern of mine. Seven points, just too much here. Uh, and I like a little bit of pizza money uh, on the money line at plus 250 as well. So uh, no disagreement with Scott. I'm uh, I'm on the bills every which way. And uh, this will be probably betting too much on this one because I'll have a few too many whiskeys between 1 and 3 p.m. It's going to feel so good. I know. Hey, nothing to worry about. Spot. But just eating a boatload of food. It'll be great. Hey, Scott, if you don't think you're going to make it, to this game, I got another. We're gonna throw a little college game in there. You can maybe squeeze in the Egg Bowl between Ole Miss and Mississippi State, the only college game going on tomorrow. But anywho, the Falcons are at home taking on the Saints from New Orleans, minus seven. Uh, well, I guess I'll say the Falcons are plus seven at home. Uh, so no play for me on this one. I've whiffed on both these teams all season. Eileen Falcons, just short week in division, but it would not surprise me if the Saints just laid the hammer to them. Um, so I'm staying away, probably action on the over, um, by the end of the day, assuming the early bets hit and I need a reason to stay up, but I won't be able to stay up. And, uh, so uh, no play, lean Falcons, but I've been wrong in this team all year, so probably don't listen to me. Uh, Scott, I'm glad Scott acknowledged it because I was going to be like, uh, this is Scott's double bugaboo game of the uh, of twice a year. Uh, I out so this would be the normal Thursday night time slot. It's in division. It's on the road for the Saints. I would typically look to back the Falcons here. Uh, but after they beat them in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. pretty big revenge spot in division. Uh, and, you know, candidly, I think the Saints are – this is going to be earth-shattering news to anybody. The Saints are a better team. What? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I think we saw uh, Atlanta's true colors again last week, a regression back to a little bit more of the expectation of them, of, from them after two pretty solid weeks. So uh, also no play here for me if I – 
touched anything, it would probably be the under. Um, I I think this Atlanta offense continues to get a lot of respect, and they just have not done what's been expected of them all year. So, uh, obviously, betting an under with the Saints, you know, 16 cocktails in on Thursday night or on Thanksgiving Eve is not sexy or fun, but I do think uh, it, it's the right side based on what I've seen from the Falcons this year. Jared going to come in with uh, the makeup game, <laughs> the, the chaser on, on Turkey Day. Yeah, yeah, I'll just get yeah. this one. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, it's going to happen. And that's where I like, I guess I'm kind of taking the approach. Like, look, if you're listening to this podcast right now, driving to your family, you're going to hate hanging out with them by 820 Eastern. And you're going to fire on this game because you're going to watch it. So I'm just trying to give you a little something. So you have an excuse, yeah, to not have yeah, to spend like, time with anyone. Yeah, like bet, yeah, like <laughs> bet half what you would normally bet. And just take the under and, uh, you know, enjoy it. Honey, I can't. I'm not going to give you a side. Flip a coin. Who cares? I can't talk politics right now. I got money riding on this game. (laughs) (laughs) See you, Grandma. I got to go. Yeah. Oh, it's everyone's favorite time of the year. If you're single, it's a nightmare. If you have, if you're the, like, one person in your family who has a different political view, it's brutal. But you know what brings everyone together? Oh, uh, you, you know what the best is, is uh, freshmen coming back from college the first weekend, seeing like who put on the freshman 15 and, you know, who changed in the last three months. That's the fun stuff. You go to the, the local bar that lets in yeah. the underage kids. Oh, bless, bless the kids that are out right now. This is Wednesday night and it's nine o'clock and, yes. you know. It's about to get turned around yeah. here I for the youngins. Trumbull, Trumbull is uh, sleepy 364 nights a year, but let me tell you what. Uh, oh, yeah. One night a year. He <laughs> gets fired up. Oh, yeah. I think this oh. is actually the most, outside of like New Year's Eve, I believe this is one of the more popular nights. Is it? Is it? Is it oh, nice yeah. Before? yeah. Actually, when I was driving home, there was a lot of cops out driving uh, 95 looking for uh, uh, intoxicated drivers. Just trying to find them. Just hunting. Oh, yeah. that's true yeah uh i won't even i'm I'm not going to tell the story jared i'm going to move on because this is a football podcast we're just here to give the people what they want and what the people want is winners winners Winners. i want winners and the question is will a winner be picking the packers minus six and a half traveling to the meadowlands to take on the new york football giants uh, the Giants just uh, seem to get there um, right now. I see 88% of the bets are on the Green Bay Packers. Oh. Saquon Barkley does not look right, so it may be a Wayne Gallman game. Golden Tate concussion probably out for this game. I'll still back the Giants in this spot. Uh, I think weather's going to be an issue. Um, but frankly, the, the Packers defense is not stopping anyone. It could be a big Derry Slayton game. If the weather clears up, I will be stacking my face off on Daniel Jones, Derry Slayton, Sterling Shepard stacks and DFS um, and and bring it back with uh, Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Jones. So I think there's going to be a ton of points in this game. Depending on the weather, it will be something we'll need to monitor. I'll scoop the six and a half with the Giants. Um and I'll just ride Daniel Jones. I, I I really like the kid. I really like the kid. Darius Slayton, War Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am with Scott, sadly, on this. Uh, in my estimation, the bookmaker has hung a six and a half here to tantalize the public into betting the Packers against 
what compare what appears to be a completely inept New York Giants team. Uh, and this line just reeks so bad to me. I think you're going to see, and Scott alluded to it, sounds like I'm correct, a monsoon of biblical proportions of money on the Packers. I also agree I want to see a little bit more, so check our picks uh, on Twitter on the weekend once we got a little bit more clarity on some of the weather. But uh, for me, this is Giants or, or pass. It'll be interesting to see. Danny Dimes. Speaking of Danny Dimes, how about uh, we'll throw in some college basketball here for you, Scott. Duke, 150 home game non-conference winning streak snapped. Stephen A. Duke, see you later. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Stephen F. Austin's good. Next game, we'll keep it. We'll keep it in the great state of North Carolina. And we'll go Panthers at home, minus 10, taking on their friends to the north, the Washington Redskins. Um, just the Redskins won their Super Bowl by actually winning a game this past weekend. Wayne <laughs> Haskins got the monkey off his back. Uh, this is a smash spot for the Panthers, who uh, David Tepper continues to be unhappy, and people are now on the hot seat. Kyle Allen will continuously need to um, prove his NFL worth, so this is a smash spot for them versus a very weak secondary. Now, DJ Moore did appear on an injury list today, uh, with a, an injury, so uh, if he's a no-go, it's a big problem for the the Panthers because he is Allen's favorite target, but they still have run CMC, who is an absolute monster. This is a great spot for fantasy. Um, I'll lay the tent with the Panthers, one of my uh, preferred picks of the weekend. Yeah, I, um, I'm only going to be going under here. I'm not going to be playing aside. Uh Scott alluded to it. The Redskins played a great game or as good as their a great game for them, I should say, last week. Uh, and I would expect them to see significant regression. They do expect a big game from Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but Ron Rivera is the type of coach to me that is going to shut it down when they get up 21 nothing or 17-3 or something like that pretty quickly and get rather conservative with the play calling. So I'm seeing 39-and-a-half. I see a couple 40s out there right now. Uh, I do like under the number uh, in this game, but no opinion on the side just because, candidly, I don't trust Ron Rivera to cover that big of a number. You know, another thing with uh, the Redskins, which is juicy, is um, Adrian Peterson is hurt. So the the Panthers have been getting just crushed on the ground. So if they don't even have AP, they really don't trust Darius Geis to be running through uh, between tackles and – uh, Wendell Smallwood, that's definitely not his game. So um, the weakness of the Panthers is not going to be exploited in this one. Run CMC. You never know with that guy. Yeah, keep uh, having huge weeks. He's a, he's a machine. Uh, next up, speaking of machines, these two, it's obviously a two-horse race for MVP, and the other candidate is Lamar Jackson. Minus six. The Ravens taking on the 49ers. This is in Baltimore. Game of the weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Um, uh, No play on this one. Um, uh, I lean just uh, continue to bet the Ravens until they don't cover. But, um, you know, maybe this is one of the the teams I can figure out this Ravens defense with Kyle Shanahan. I mean, I can't wait to watch this game. I'm going to be a huge Niners fan because, quite candidly, as a Pats fan, 
I want to give us one game of wiggle room to lose. So we are not losing the tie break to the Ravens. So huge Niners fan, Eileen Ravens. I will be watching as a spectator anxiously, um, but that'll be it. Uh, no conviction in this one. What I want to know is how is this game at one o'clock? Oh, this is a Fox protected game. Don't touch, don't touch this Niners Ravens. And, uh, then they probably just blocked it from being flexed so they can leave. Uh, they probably had a full late slate. Oh, because I was going to say that. Why wouldn't they just put it at 430? Because, I mean, this is, as far as I'm concerned, this is clearly game of the weekend. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well with the Niners. I'll just keep betting against Lamar Jackson and continuing to throw my money into a Bunsen burner. Apparently that's fun for me. So <laughs> since, uh, I've been wrong all season. I'll just keep, you know, like it's the, the roulette wheel has come up red 84 times in a row. I'm just going to keep betting black. Um, so I'll take the Niners. I, yeah. What I saw from them on Sunday night in terms of their ability to scheme on offense, X's and O's and Brian Shanahan's ability to get coach guys open, uh, I think was very, very impressive. And I think they'll be able to score with the Ravens. So we're getting the five and a half here. As far as I'm concerned, even if they're down, you know, 7, 10, 11, something like that at the end of the game, it's well within that uh, backdoor touchdown that I think they'll be able to score. So uh, the number's just a little too much here for me. Um, and I, as a consequence, I will be uh, on the Niners. Jimmy G, man, he's been fun to watch. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. And, you know, this is uh, this is the defensive line. If anyone's going to stop uh, Lamar Jackson, this is the line to do it. Just mm-hmm. athletic studs all if over the place. If they don't do it, nobody will. Yeah. If they don't oh. do it, they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, I still think uh, – I mean – Uh-oh, Scott. Uh-oh. I, I'm, I don't want to see the Ravens in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, it. even Scott would tell you he doesn't want to see the Ravens in Baltimore in the playoffs. They, 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 they've had our number in the playoffs in the past. We've had some great games with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have a slow linebacking core. So I'm curious to see, you know, I'm sure Bill Belichick has some tricks up his sleeve for the next time that they play. And um, But I just need to see it. Um, but, you know, we're not getting there with Van Noy and – and uh, a Landon Roberts and Dante Hightower against them. So I don't know, unless it's just Jamie Collins, just spy all game, but who knows? Maybe, maybe early 2010s, Dante Hightower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next game. To be really good. mm -hmm, Next game on the card. Don't get me wrong. Dante Hightower is a stud. He's just not as fast as he used to be. He's just, he's just, he's lost step. He ain't as good as he once was, but he's as good once as he ever was. He ever was. As a country it's song, Scott, in case you're wondering. These are songs that, uh, speaking of going out, these are all country songs that when you're in an Auburn bar, once it hits midnight, it is, it is nothing but nostalgic country music. Yeah. And you are screaming the lyrics of every song at the top of your lungs. Friends in Low That's Places. That's that one. I, I don't listen to country music at all, but I know the all of those words, like the entirety of them, because I've heard them 6,000 times. <laughs> it's so true. It's painful. Oh, man. Next game. Colts in Indy. Minus two and a half taking on the red hot Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. 
Fire. It's it sounds like T.Y. Hilton's gonna be out again. Eric Ebron done for the season. Um, you know, we're gonna beat the Titan. Oh well, yeah, Marlon Mack out again. So who's playing for the Colts? His number's too too big. Uh Titans money line, Titans spread. Uh Oh, Wonkovator, oh. Wonkovator, oh. up ways, back ways, sideways. These Titans are for real. Ryan Tannehill's legit, and uh, you know Derrick Henry. This is where he really starts getting going for the season. So Wonkovator, Titans money line spread every which way. Yeah, I like Titans too. Uh, this is our not my Wonkovator, but I do like the Titans. Uh, they will be on the card this week. This is our seemingly weekly AFC South. Like minus three, extremely low volume game uh, of the week because there's a lot of uncertainty with the Colts. I don't think you'll see a whole lot of stuff going on in this game, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm a Ryan Tannehill believer. There's plenty of tape on him, so it's not like he's a new guy and they're getting you know they're getting tape on him. He's out there, he's played, um, and I really like like the style with Rabel and and uh, their toughness. So uh, I I too will be on the Titans. It'll be a fun one. I mean, it's just nice to know that behind Marks Mariota was a good backup this year. Just one year late. <laughs> one year late. Yeah. But too yeah. soon. <laughs> still too, too, still soon. too soon. It'll, It'll be, too be too soon, soon. like <laughs> 10 years from now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's just, it's still too soon to make move Abraham on, Lincoln jokes. On. So, I mean, that, that's only fair. <laughs> Uh, That's Dolphins. the statute of limitations for for the Tennessee Titans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, next up, Dolphins at home taking on the struggling Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, though, minus ten against the Finns. The Dolphins lost another weapon uh, this week. Jakeem Grant going on IR, so it's Devontae Parker and nobody else to catch passes. Uh, a weak old line versus uh, a, a defensive line that gets after the passer. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar should be back this game. This was uh, this is was in consideration for Wonka Vader. Only the ten, like I said, I just uh, the Dolphins they get nothing going, and especially especially if the Bills win tomorrow and beat the Cowboys, the Eagles would be seeing blood in the water, and they can go clean back. The division lead, so I'll lay the ten with the Eagles. I know it's a square spot, but the, these Dolphins—they're just—they have no weapons. And if the Eagles can't score on this defense, I mean, they—they they don't deserve anything. Puke town. This game is puke town, USA. It's going to be seventy-five percent Eagles fans. So the home field advantage, in my estimation, is at a minimum non-existent. At a maximum, actually favors the Eagles. Um, but that being said, they are so banged up on offense. And I watched quite a bit of that Seattle game last week. And just Carson Wentz perpetually under pressure, having to eat a lot of balls, pause, uh, and just not able to get any rhythm on offense. So I'll take the under 45 here because I agree with Scott. Uh, pretty uh, you know, Swiss cheesy offensive line and uh, defense on the, on the Eagles side of the ball that really likes to get after it. I think 45 is too many here. I think this number – uh, probably should be in the low 40s, uh, if anything. So I, I will take the under. Giving out a lot of unders this week for some reason. But uh, I just I look at some of these offenses and I'm like, you're if you get to the red zone, if you're kicking field goals, not scoring touchdowns, and that, my friends, is a recipe for unders. Jared, a big under fan today. 
well, it's just I don't. Uh, do, you tr- do, do you trust these no. people to get touchdowns? No. <laughs> Jared the Undertaker. There it is. That's right. Nickname. That's right. Boom. A gif of me rising from the grave. <laughs> Those are still the best ones where they'll tweet like so and so, like the, some sort of money line or like some spread or anything. And it's just the Undertaker rising mm-hmm. from the coffin. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. every time. Uh, Chiefs. And my new Mahomey, Patrick Mahomes, at Arrowhead taking on Chucky and the Raiders. Chiefs minus 10. Uh, I'll lay the 10 with the Chiefs. I, it sounds like uh, the Chiefs' air uh, you know, of being one of the most public teams has worn off. 49% of the bets are on the Chiefs, and the Raiders just got embarrassed on the road. They go back on the road, travel again cross-country. Uh, Hunter Renfro out. David Card looked like trash last week. Played the ten. Um, now all the Chiefs are healthy. Maybe Damian Williams is out, but at least they have Lashawn McCoy. They have Darwin Thompson. They got Daryl Williams. They got enough weapons there. It doesn't matter if Damian Williams is out. Uh, it's out- irrelevant. Um, lay lay the ten with the the Chiefs. They're they're definitely not. I I I, I think that they're going to lay the lumber on the Raiders tomorrow. Or on Sunday. Ooh. Oh, Scott just missed his inception opportunity. <laughs> oh, no, this is going out tomorrow. So you were right. Shit. <laughs> Up, down, I can't even figure it out myself. Jay's in the Wonkavator uh, right now. He doesn't know where he's yeah. going. <laughs> Spinning everywhere. <laughs> Me and ah! Dean are in here booking every which way. Uh, I, I mean, look, Raiders got absolutely embarrassed by the Jets last week. Everybody saw it. It was a, a bar fest, 34-3. Uh, if I'm playing one side here, it is the Oakland Raiders and John Gruden in the bounce back spot in a divisional rivalry game. Uh, I will not likely be playing this, but if I did, it would be the Raiders. Well, the Raiders. Oh, yeah, Jay, we have ESPN Plus now. It's we a, can this, watch it's it. a spot play for me. Yeah, that's fair. We can watch. We can watch uh, Booger and uh, not Booger. Uh, Anything but booger. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Schwam and uh, TJ. Wop! Wop! You just hear that for 15 minutes, oh, feel man. content. I was watching in the, in the gym this morning. Chris Berman had, I guess he's going down his favorite place of his, uh, you know, NFL history. Mm-hmm. And it was such a Schwammy thing. Play... 16 was three separate plays and not even plays, but like game stats from Brett Favre. So just a way for him to wank off Brett Favre for five minutes on ESPN. It was, you know, his four touchdown game and, you know, one season. And then, you know, this other four touchdown game is just like, it, it's supposed to be top plays, not like, oh, let's just go cherry pick four, three top games from Brett Favre. I just thought it was so silly and so peak swami. Uh, I'm not a swami And on ESPN Plus, by the way, so uh, four ninety nine a month for that garbage. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all I want. I miss him doing home run derby, though. If I'm being honest, there was nothing better than when Vlad Who? was in the home run derby, and he would. Who just, does it now? I don't even know. I don't watch ESPN all that much. I'll be honest. I don't think he does it anymore. I don't watch ESPN ever. Yeah, I just watch the Home Run Derby on there. But anywho. Well, they uh, have NBA basketball on Friday night, so I have to watch it then. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, okay, well, I'll get back into football here before I, I, I won't go on too much of a tangent. We'll, we'll keep it on winners. Jags at home, but a one-point dog against the in-state rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it, uh, it's whiffing on the Jaguars like all season. It seems like I feel like I'd be on the box in this spot, but I don't, I don't want any piece of this Florida matchup. Um, uh, this, this should be a ton of points. This could be a juicy spot to play a little Jameis, a little Godwin, a little Chris, Mike Evans, Chris Conley, DJ Chark stacks game stack. This one for DFS, it may be lightly owned, um, but I'm staying away. I won't touch this one. The Jags are not showing any signs that they are slowing. (laughs) Won't commander spread money line, whatever. It doesn't matter. Jameis Winston on the road laying points is an absolute abomination. He will throw (laughs) four interceptions to this Jacksonville Jaguars defense, and they will lose the game 31-17. Jaguars. Wow. So you're going with a you're getting jagged off for the uh, for this <laughs> jagged game. Jagged off for the uh, for the Florida battle, the battle, the war of uh, North Florida, the war of mediocrity in the great state of Florida. <laughs> I just I, it's a blasphemy that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would go on the road against anybody, not named the Miami Dolphins or Washington Redskins, and lay points. That's a it's insane. <laughs> Maybe the Bengals. The uh, Bengals. So caveat there. But so, like, gotta, why? What have they done? What have they done? They're four and seven. Yeah. I understand the Jags have struggled. They got blown out last week on the road. But I just, eh, I trust the defense. I don't trust Jameis. Like I said, I'm looking to play Jameis on the road, getting somewhere between four and seven points. <laughs> and you're not getting it here. And I, he's on the road, but they're not getting anything. Well, Jared, one of the teams you mentioned does have a home game, and that is our beautiful Bungles taking on. That one. What? Yeah, you did. You put it on the tee. Now I just bubble Watson it on the it right down the middle. Three nice. holes yeah, over. Good job. Great chances. <laughs> Bengals at home taking on the J E T S Jets. 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 And the go out to a bar, celebrate, get drunk, take the girl home, Sam Darnold, uh, Jets minus three. Great bounce story. Jared and I were there the night that the Pats rallied back twice from being down 14 against the Baltimore Ravens on their way to their Super Bowl uh, win against the Seattle Seahawks. Bounce holds a special place in my heart. Great. Oh, he was at Bounce? I didn't read yeah, the article. Yeah, he was at bounce. That's where oh, he got man. smashed in. Yeah, good for him. I had I had my uh, what birthday was that? Scott of mine. I don't even remember. Uh, remember we got we got day drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think this is that. Uh, is that that day? No, we I think it was a different time. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, great I'll spot be, though. Great spot. Great spot. Great spot. If you're in Manhattan, to take a, a gander down to bounce. Um, but get a table because if you don't get a table, you gotta wait for a drink with all the plebes, and it's not as much fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Uh, I'll back the Bengals in this spot. Andy Dalton revenge game. Welcome back into the starting fold. Um, you know, if 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 not now, then when for the Bengals? Jets arriving 
riding high, and I guess they kind of believe that they have a playoff shot. They just went out. So uh, I expect you'll see a very motivated Jets team. But if uh, this Andy Dalton-led Bengals team is not motivated, then then he's never getting a job again, a starting job in the NFL. So uh, I'll back the guy who's got a lot to lose and a little bit to win uh, on this one. So I'll take the Bengals. Yeah, I didn't read the article because the Darnold thing to me was the most non-story in the world. Like uh, a 22-year-old millionaire in Manhattan made out with a girl, like BFD, dude. So (laughs) are the rest of them that are 22 and multi-millionaires and starting quarterbacks. Somebody somebody tweeted it and was like, alternate title, 22-year-old caught doing 22-year-old things. Yeah, (laughs) like what the hell? What do these people think is going on? I, too, uh, am back in the Bengals here. The Jets did not deserve to be laying three points on the road. Um, they had a very impressive win at home last week against the Raiders that everybody saw. And uh, the Red Rifle back on the underneath center and on the saddle for the Bungles. Uh, I think they're going to get it done and get off the schneid this week. So I'll take the three. I'll take the plus 150. Um, I like them to get it done. You hear those home dogs barking? Can you hear them? I think you'll see – I would wait on this one. I think you'll see more than three later. I think you'll see a pretty good slug of uh, public money coming in on the Jets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Next up, a team that seems to be spiraling. The uh, the L.A. Rams will be taking on – will have the battle of the offensive minds at head coach and the battle of who is going to be world's sexiest coach and that is Rams, Cardinals, Rams at home, or Rams, excuse me, minus three. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll back the home dog again. Uh, Rams reeling, bad locker room, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, who's he, who, he going to go man-to-man on all game? Larry Fitzgerald? So Christian Kirk will go run wild. Uh, just battle line, Chandler Jones feast game for the Cardinals defensive line on Jared Goff. Jared Goff road splits continue to be terrible. Two straight duds that the Rams have put up. So I'll back the Cardinals here coming off a bye and uh, a lot to play for a frisky, uh, frisky young team. So I'll take uh, Cliff Kingsbury, also the better looking man in the, the head Ooh. coaching good looks Ooh. battle. That's that. Scott's that's the real flag bat. in the ground here. Yeah. Scott's putting his flag in the ground. I don't know if I, I would tend to agree with you, but uh, those like three thirty wake up calls start wearing on people. So we'll give him a couple more years in the league, and then uh, we'll see if he, how how he stacks up against the pit. How that jawline uh, holds up for me? Yeah, exactly. Um, this is a pass for me. I don't know if the Rams have quit. I feel like I'll know after this week. Uh, Cardinals have some pretty good against the spread numbers this year, but they are most of the time getting somewhere between seven and eleven points. Uh, which is where most of their numbers have come in at. So three seems a bit short for me here. Uh, but again, just uh, I don't know if this Rams team has quit or not. If they have, uh, I'd be very interested in, in backing the Cardinals at this price. But if they haven't, uh, that three is just a little too short for me. So I'll, I'll stay away and, and gather one more data point. Yeah. I mean, if you're the <laughs> if you're the Rams – how do you feel having Jalen doing what Jalen's or Jalen Ramsey being and and seeing him doing what he's doing when you just traded the future of your franchise for this guy? Oh, they are so up Shit's Creek. They got Gurley with all this money. They owe Goff all this money. 
and then they just mortgage the future to get Ramsey in terms of draft picks. So, like, this is the team, dude. Like, yeah. this is it. This is yeah. what you're going to have. Yeah. Don't forget, Cooks and Darnold are locked up with a ton of cash. Woods locked up as well. Just, ooh, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. They went for it. This is the cautionary tale of going for it and when it goes wrong. Yeah. How about, uh, I thought the best part of that game was watching Marcus Peters just be absolutely obnoxious as crap. He's like, hey, remember when you traded me for this clown? But hey, oh, yeah, that's right. sports are great. That's who Jalen like, almost got in a fight with him after the game. It's just unbelievable. But I, I saw one, one meme, and it was when you realize, which also this guy's on the team, but he goes, when you realize Jared Goff is, uh, is just Blake Bortles with money. Oh, ooh. Bortles has money. Yeah. Didn't he get drafted when they were still getting fat deals? Uh, no. I think he did. I think that was like okay, one. Of, I think that was one of the first couple of years. The Jamarcus Russell rule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, still phenomenal, folks. If you haven't heard this story, which if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a big football guy. But the fact that they sent home. Empty reels of film with Jamarcus Russell to watch, and he came back in and started talking about what schemes he saw on the film. Amazing. Is the most unbelievable story I think that could ever come out of, of football. Next the game to the hustle. Yeah, <laughs> that perp. Next game, Broncos <laughs> at Mile High. Chargers though the favorite minus three. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this one. I'm not a Brendan Allen believer. Sounds like Jarman James will be back. He could be good for a nice pick six on the young fella. Um, I lean chargers, but I'm going to stay far away from this one because I don't feel comfortable. Phillip Rivers going on the road to mile high and laying the lumber like that. I don't think they're nine point favorites at home. So staying away, uh, lean chargers, but I, I don't have a lot of interest in this one. Yeah, this will be a pass for me, too. Uh, I've been looking for spots to fade Vic Fangio uh, all year. I feel like I've been on that trade kind of from the jump. Uh, But the Los Angeles Chargers are not a team that I I have any interest in laying points on the road with. And as such, I will be – I'll be staying away from this one. There you go. Uh, Next on the docket, the – Old Browns favored on the road. And here we go with the the rematch against the Steelers, minus two for the Browns. Number seems awfully short. Uh, Browns can be hotter. Steelers on their third-string quarterback, multiple injuries, no Juju, no James Conner. I'll back the Steelers all day in this game. Mike Tomlin is a guy who gets a lot out of his players in big emotional spots. And if he can't out-coach Freddie Kitchens, I'd be really surprised. But the real the real uh, buster here is that the Steelers' defensive line will be all over uh, Baker Mayfield in this one, just like he, they were earlier in the season. He's going to be very uncomfortable in that pocket. He's not going to get Dolphins-type uh, you know, time in the pocket. So I'll take the home team, home dog, in-division, emotional game. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, I'm with Scott here. Duck Hodges is going to get the start. I, uh, I we were both on Bengals um, last week, so I watched quite a bit of the 
second half of that game, and he came in and really provided a spark uh, to that offense against Mason Rudolph. I don't know if he's got you know some lingering concussion issues from the Miles Garrett thing or what the deal is, but I mean that to me is the most interesting part of this whole deal. Is that was what two weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. That that game. Uh, I was to say I can't remember if it was two or three. Two weeks ago, at their place, they crush your quarterback who's now out of the game. Uh, and oh, by the way, they they beat you pretty good uh, at their place. And and you know, throw all the other stuff out. This is a pretty significant divisional rival. And uh, I'm with Scott. I like a huge emotional spot for Pittsburgh to get right, and and I like Duck Hodge just getting back in the game. So uh, I'll take the two points. Um, I think you could see this get to three. So stand by if you are looking back. Yeah, 70% of the bets are on the Browns. People are going to be like, yeah. who's this Hodges guy starting? And, oh, we got Odell, we got Baker. Or, you I, know, think Kareem Hunt. I think Hodges is better than Mason. I agree. I agree. From what I've seen, definitely. Oh, yeah. He can sling it. Hey, broke those McNair records. I'm going to keep talking about it because I don't think a lot of people know. This dude slung the rock at Sanford. Next up, I've been waiting all day for a Sunday night. That is Pat's Texans. Okay, Kerry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I I wish I had those legs. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's uh, minus three traveling to Houston. Um, this is, should be a get right spot for the the Patriots offense, but I'm not touching this one just because Deshaun Watson has looked good against the Pats in the past. Uh, they are on extended rest. Uh, two teams very familiar with themselves will probably be playing the Patriots money line because they are ten and one historically against these Texans. They just they just own this team. They absolutely own this team. Um, so. I'll be on the Pats money line. I won't take them spread, um, but I just don't see them losing this game to the Texans. Um, so that's where I stand on this one. Yeah, uh, I bet uh, the Texans last Thursday night uh, wound up being wrong. I'm going to go back to the well with them again here off of kind of a half bye week, if you will. Uh, so they're in the late Sunday night spot off of a Thursday night game the previous week. I just don't – I have not seen enough – I said I'm going to say the same thing about this game that I said about the game against Baltimore. So rewind and repeat everything that I said there. I do not trust this Patriots offense to score a significant amount of points. It bit us last week against Dallas, uh, and they lost, obviously, to the Ravens. Until I start to see something, and this is, you know, I've seen a couple things on Twitter or whatever that this is 2015 Peyton Manning with Tom Brady. That is not the case. Uh, he was effectively in a wheelchair back there. Couldn't throw the ball more, more than like 12 yards down the field. I don't I don't totally buy that either. Uh, but when I look at why the Patriots are winning games, it's that their defense is fantastic uh, and that their special teams has been able to score enough points to get them margins of, of victory. So um, at home, Sunday night, juiced crowd, Deshaun Watson, big fan of him. I think they'll be able to keep it inside the number in a very low-scoring tight game. So, yet again, the Undertaker is back. Uh, I would look to go under the 45-and-a-half uh, and take the Texans plus the plus the three. I do, do think you'll get to three-and-a-half because I think you'll see a pretty good slug of, uh, of Patriots money here. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. And then, obviously, we'll talk about the Monday night game. 
uh, when we do the recap show, which it will be between. I'm jacked for the Monday night game. Oh, man, that's a good one. Another great game. This is awesome. No more buys. This is a great, great slate of games. I'm really excited. Well, obviously, 49ers, Ravens, but, you know, Cardinals, Rams, love to see how the Rams come out. Mm -hmm. Um, Love to see how the Giants come out against the Packers, uh, Titans, Colts. That's uh, for the division, huge implications there. And then Steelers, Browns. I mean, let's see what you got, Steelers. Let's see. This is a total, you know, pride game. Juiced for it. And they're somehow in the playoffs right now. And they could (laughs) just squash the Browns' playoff hopes with a win in this one. So, juiced for the weekend, but more juiced for wine and turkey tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be. It's gonna be a good turkey day. Well, fellas, it, oh, yeah. So hold on. So we're we gonna recap. We let's recap our plays for tomorrow at least. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll let you guys do so, your turkey day. Yep. So I like Bears money line. I don't like it at minus five anymore. But I'll lay two and a half to one on the money line. I like that game under thirty eight. Right. That's number Jared thirty eight. I'm not misspeaking. Thirty seven. Still like it. Uh, Bills plus six and a half. If you can find a seven, that'd be awesome. A uh, little sprinkle on the money line. Uh, and then Falcon Saints, no play from me. And then the three team 10 point teaser for Turkey Day under 47 Bears Lions plus 16 and a half. Bills over 38 and a half Falcon Saints. I like that. I guess three team teaser. I guess ten point teasers always sound good. That's on like, they, they always sound that's good. Tasty. They always <laughs> sound good. Uh, <laughs> under thirty seven Bears and Lions, Bills plus six and a half. You should be able to find some sevens if you shop around, or maybe you can get a cheap buy. I'm seeing minus one hundred five plus six and a half right now. And then, uh, as Scott said, a little pizza box money on uh, on the money line plus two forty five plus two fifty, and then would lean under. 48 in um, in New Orleans and, and Fal- uh, the Falcons. So if I did a three-team or a 10-pointer, it'd be under 47 Bears-Lions, Bills plus 16.5, and, and then under 58.5 Falcons-Saints. Well, there you have it. So if you're listening to us on your drive over to that relative's house, you can get out of the car now. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it through it. We're going to make it through it. We're going to have football. And remember, you always got the Saints-Falcons game. If those early games don't work right, and it really starts to get heated over that nice Thanksgiving dinner. So enjoy your turkey day. Enjoy the weekend. Football galore uh, from myself, Mike Larson, Jerry Larson, Scott Panza. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, junkies. We are out of here. Gobble, gobble. Suck the tea. <laughs>